everybody. Welcome to Bamcast Extra, episode 80. Wow. 80. <laughs> I'm Chuck. <laughs> and I'm Harlow. And we're back. We are winding down uh, Pulp Hero Fiction Aww. season. I uh, guess because we're running out of movies. Pretty much, yeah. We've got a couple more to do. We're, we're in the, the final turn. And uh, this one kind of isn't, but it is. Um, it's 1986's Jake Speed. Jake Speed. <laughs> It is not based on anything, but it takes place within the realm of... Wait, so there aren't Jake Speed books? No. <laughs> I'm confused as fuck now. I was confused before, and I didn't do any homework, because that's yeah. why, you know, I'm yeah, not in no, school. This is, this this is, is not, podcasting, not yeah. school. Jake Speed is totally made up. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm, oh, I know. Wow. So there are two ways to describe this movie. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the easy description first, which is basically... Some some ladies are kidnapped by white slave traders, mm-hmm. and one of their sisters is kind of recruited by this bounty hunter, adventurer, mercenary guy, Okay, and they go off on an adventure to rescue her. Okay. That's a simple explanation. Okay. Movie ain't simple. Right. Movie's convoluted as shit. Okay. Small nitpick. <laughs> uh-huh. Because, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're woke. Yep. We're woke folk we, around we, here. Yes. Um, I don't like the phrase white slave trader. It's just they're slave traders. There's, there's, it's human trafficking at you know at best. Yeah, but they're trading exclusively in white people. It's the white slave trade. That's what they say in the movie. But let's. I'm going with. I, that's the technical. That's how, what. There's a. That's what you call it. I don't know why. Who the fuck knows? But well, that's just. You're right. Yeah. Human trafficking. All go- slaves matter. I, is what you're saying. <laughs> I'm going. I, look, I'm just saying. It, it sounds. It's fucking stupid. It is, but whatever. Yeah. They, they are just designating this. They I, deal sex, exclusively in white people. I mean, it seems to be sex related. So you could it say is, sex yeah. slave. You could say yeah. human trafficking. You know, all of these. I'm just mm-hmm. like uh, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. But it was the 80s. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I know. I just someone uh-huh. just went ah oh, fuck them and turned the podcast off. But, yeah. You know, Sorry about that. That's me. I'm just. It is. It's him. You can hate, you can <laughs> send hate him me. your letters. Yeah, send me the hate. So okay, this movie starts, and some some French dudes are going to kidnap some ladies. Yeah, it's not real clear what their motives are. No. It, it just seems like they're super patient rapists for a minute or two. It, it does seem like that. Yeah, it's just like those those are the ones we got to get them. Yeah, and it was, uh, you know they barge into their apartment or whatever. And well, no, 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 no. They um, they swerve. They are they're scoping a couple of ladies inside of a cafe mm-hmm. and they're like not being very coy about no, it. They're, they're just standing, standing right at there at the, the window <laughs> yeah. like, you know, there is a pane of glass separating them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're aware, but glass is clear. You can um, see through it. And they they're like, oh, they're paying good. And they start following them. And then like a gaggle of uh, college kids comes walking by and they're yeah. like, oh, wait, They'll never do. mind. Yeah. Get them. Like, yeah. There's a there's a blonde uh-huh. and, a, you know, UCLA shirt. Get her. Yeah. And and then the one dude's like, but they're not alone. They're like, eh, eh, doesn't matter. Yeah. You know. So they, they, they bust in their apartment and then chase them around Paris for a while and then get them. Right. They've got them. Yeah. Uh, and then it's, you know, the family. <laughs> what? Sorry. It's <laughs> terrible thing just popped in my head. That's all. It's never stopped me from saying it before, so I'll say it now. It's okay. like, you know, you can't make a sex slave omelet without cracking a few heads because they beat the shit out of the guys. And it, it's kind of weird because I'm trying to figure out what their, their relationship is because there's three ladies, three mm-hmm. dudes. Mm-hmm. They go into a hotel room and are like, you know, pop in the cassette tape and like, let's party. Yeah. And it's three in the afternoon. Let's fucking and get these, it on. These dudes knock on the door and rather than waiting for someone to answer the door, they bust the door down. Yeah. Um, and immediately start kicking the shit out of the dudes. Mm-hmm. Two of the girls abandon the third girl. Yeah. Like, fuck her. Yep. I, you know, yep. and just run away. Mm-hmm. And then they're running together for a while. And then they're like, well, we'll be better on our own. So, and, and uh, the guys are like targeted. I, I yeah. get it. The blonde in the UCLA shirt. Yeah. And they're like, get it just her. Basically becomes about her because well, I, she is. It the... seems like they're going after there, There's two blondes and a brunette. Yeah. Black, black hair. I don't know. Um, but like. They're the, like they, they get one of the blondes. Like mm-hmm. one of the guys stays behind. I'm like, I, I've got her. Yeah. Go get the other blonde. Get the other so when they separate, of course, the dude's just like, I'm going after you. Mm-hmm. So yes, Minnesota sir catches up to her. All through the streets, nobody seems to give a shit. No, nobody cares. Parisians, guys, are just run around with a gun. Super laissez faire, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so like even like to the point that like she gets stopped because a car comes out of an alley. Mm-hmm. The car doesn't give a shit either. She's screaming and being abducted, and yeah, and then it's yeah. Nobody cares in France. Nobody. No. 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 Okay. 
But uh, yeah, so that happens. And then we are back in the States somewhere where the family is just having a dinner somewhat distraught about this and are talking to government officials who are having dinner with them. There's like, I think there's like a government official and then their, their son is a, a priest now yeah. and he's saying a prayer like, you know, yeah. And the dad's please, like, please bless her safe return and, <laughs> and give forgiveness to the people who took her. And the dad's like, fuck that. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Uh-huh. I'm not forgiving shit. Yeah. Now let's eat. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then grandpa in a bathrobe wanders in uh-huh. and he's just like, yeah, in my day we had heroes and things, people did stuff and yeah. you should call these people. You should people. get Jake or Remo yeah, or somebody the else. Destroyer. Well, yeah, that is like, Remo. Oh, the. He I says Remo, but he's, he's on a first name basis with Mr. Remo Williams. Yeah. So yeah, he's just like, oh, they'll, they'll, they'll get, this is back, men were men, and they well, and then, do, just and they, do stuff. For, well, and the government dude's like, who, who are the, who do they yeah, work for and everything? And he's like, he slaps down the paperbacks, and he's like, you know, there's stories about them, and everyone's like, oh, great, oh, dad's drunk again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, uh, these are, these are characters in novels, sir, the, these aren't real people. And he's like, ah, they're real. They, you could write about them if they're not real. That's how books are, right? Mm-hmm. No one just makes things up. Yeah. So uh, and now you understand why we're at where we're at. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> if you write it down, it must yeah, be true. It must be true. Uh, yeah. So we get a little more interaction with like the, the sister and the grandfather who's just like, I got to believe in heroes. And she's like, yeah, whatever. And then she has, I don't know if it's another sister or a friend, but they're just hanging it's out. It's a roommate. Friend. Is it? Okay. Yeah. They're just hanging out all the time. And. Well, because like they go to yeah. a furry party. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So first off, she's like pat- patting grandpa on the head, like you know, yeah, sure. There's just stories. You're crazy, grandpa. And again, he's like, uh-huh. make America's heroes great again. Yep. But whatever. Um. And then yes, cut. he's also like, we should nuke him. Yeah. And she's like, well, we don't know who took him, so we don't know who to nuke. And he's like, bah. just nuke him. Yeah. It's like that's not going to get her back. I didn't. She will also be nuked. <laughs> I didn't fight in Korea so that we could nuke somebody to get yeah. my granddaughter back. Yeah. Um. But yes, hard cut to like. Okay, so whatever reason, her friend slash roommate, I think, was at the dinner, like at yeah. the family dinner. Yeah, she was. I again, I don't know why, but yeah. it's just like they're leaving, and hard cut to an elevator with a yes, a furry in the background, yeah. and you're like, the fuck? I was like, is, is this part of the the thing? Because we don't we don't know yet why the the girl was taken at the beginning. No, and you see like this furry mascot in the elevator, and you're like, the hell's happening here? And then. They just wander off towards, you know, basically the uh, yeah. Rick Moranis character of the movie for half a second, <laughs> yeah. who's having a party in his apartment. It, it, it's <laughs> it's just it's a little it's a disjointed cut because for a, a, a good fifteen seconds you're like, why is there a mascot guy in the elevator with them? And that's the only and he's just behind them yeah. and they're not acknowledging they're, him. They're totally just <laughs> and, and yes, and when they step out of the elevator, it, it's you know shitty furry costume yiff party. Huh? Yeah, but, yeah, it is. It's weird because it is not just a costume party. Mm-hmm. It's specifically come as your favorite animal. Yeah, and everyone's wearing like semi-professional mascot outfits, except for the Rick Marin's dude, who's like you know <laughs> wearing like, like a red rubber glove on his head and a cheap beak, so he's Woody Woodpecker, but paper mache yeah. Woody Woodpecker <laughs> outfit. But everyone else is full on furry. Oh, and I'm like, poor Woody, he became paper. <laughs> that happens eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't know. They. Um, they the roommate hangs out at the party. The other one goes back to the yeah. Apartment. She's like, I'm, I'm tired, yeah. and goes and has like you know sleeps and has a nightmare about her sister or whatever. Right. And the friend comes back and is like, well, and someone has slipped a note under the right. door, and the roommate comes in and has got it stuck to her shoe. Yeah, and so she's like, oh, there's something on her shoe, and she pulls it off, and it's like, if you want to get your daughter back, meet us at the sister. yeah. If you want to get your sister back, meet us at the bar and grill down the street or whatever. Yeah, it's it's. Like a shitty ass. It's a dock bar. Yeah. It's, it's some shitty place. And they yeah. just go into it. It's like all of a sudden they're in Morocco. It's like, what? But they <laughs> but they decide to bring the Woody Woodpecker guy along yeah. with him, who's still mostly in costume, except he's <laughs> taken off the head glove and the beak. Yeah, he's but still he's, in his he's still blue his, sweatsuit. He, yeah, he, well, no, he's still in his blue unitard <laughs> and, like, you know, woodpecker feet. Yeah. And he's just clop, clop, clopping his way down this bar, you know, dockside mm-hmm. bar. And it's like. This this is weird. <laughs> it is, but yes. I mean, they immediately come into the bar to which you know a two person fight is happening. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, it's like the airplane bar. You yeah, know? there's exactly. just a bar just fight, a fight going. Fight is happening, yeah. and everyone else is like, "Yeah, well, it's Tuesday." Yeah, um, and they sit down and uh, get approached by Jake Speed's assistant dude, Dez, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Hey, you know, I was hoping you would show up. You're you're a little late, but I'm a little late too. So let me tell you the deal." And then two guys start coming over and start menacing. I'm like, right. you know. 
can we dance with your dates? You know, yeah. Uh, except a lot grosser than that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot like you're gonna look pretty on my wall. Right. <laughs> just like, uh, no, sir, no, thank you. <laughs> right. But yeah, and then you know, then enters our main character. Who, when he walked in, I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah, like his 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 introduction hero pose really makes him seem super lame. Like it's <sighs> he's he's more handsome than his first entrance appears, makes it appear. But he just walks in, and it's like, "Are you like the next door neighbor on a sitcom?" You know? <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, like, so this dude is Wayne Crawford. Yeah, Wayne Crawford has somehow two or three times over the course of his career gotten starring roles while he has also written and directed these movies. Like he was in this movie I saw called Barracuda, which he was the hero of that. And the whole movie I was looking at him going like, you're just, you're a neighbor. You're like a a supporting character in, you know, on three's company or something. Mm -hmm. You were, this is not you. Yeah. If, if what's this, you are reaching for the stars and someone gave you a star to hang on to. Like, like what's his face for married with children? The neighbor dude. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah. uh, I don't know. Yeah. That that guy. guy. Like that guy's, that guy was more handsome than next door neighbor dude. Yeah. But he still didn't have, he didn't have the star material. Like there's something about him that was like, you're a handsome ass dude, but you just, there's, there's no star charisma. Yeah. This guy's got even less of that. Yeah. Than, you know. Yeah. Marcy Darcy's guy, whatever the hell his name was. Right. (laughs) And he's, he's like, he's kind of just dressed slobbishly. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, it, it. Like I said, throughout the course of the movie, he, (laughs) you know, he grows into the hero role, but like his first shot, I was just like. Tell he, me that's not fucking he Jake just kind of slumped over yeah. and just is like doesn't want to be there. And I'm like, this is really strange. Yeah. But yeah, he just kind of sits down and is like, all right, is everything taken care of? And his assistant's like, nah, I got here late. We didn't really get to all the business yet. And of course, like the, the two dudes who are menacing them are just immediately like, oh, we're out of here. You know, sorry, Mr. Speed or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. And it's just basically like, yeah, I'm Jake Speed. Let, let's do this. And, and the sister's like, what? No, you're that's you're not real. No, no. And he's like, yeah, totally real. Well, Look the, at me. The, the roommate like drags her to the bathroom is like this guy's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, because like, he's going to tell you where Santa Claus is. And yeah, all this shit. exactly. Because he's like, you want to go on an adventure with me? You're you're pretty. You'll do. And they're saying all the wrong things to get someone to go with them. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, she so they're like, nah, no, thanks. And they leave and they go to like a newsstand. And she she picks up a book and asks like the newsstand guy like is he real and he goes the guy's like yeah I play poker with him and Batman and <laughs> Sherlock Holmes and yeah. yeah yeah and then so like she looks across the street and she sees like a printer like a like a copier place that's called Speedy Printing and then she sees like another ad on something else that says the word speed on it and then she just decides that's a sign and is just like okay I'm I'm going to Africa with this dude that I don't know and is gross as hell and has said nothing reassuring to me whatsoever or acted like a human being in any any conversation we've had. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she, she flies off to to Africa. Like this probably like I hadn't hit this point yet, but it sounds like you're, you're alluding to what I was is one of my biggest pet peeves in movies Uh is when characters are too cool to communicate. Yeah. Like if if you just said, Five seconds of words, mm-hmm. you could exp- like. This is why I could never have been in the military. Because like, <laughs> if orders don't make sense, yeah. I'm going to go. Hold excuse on. me. Hold on. Um, <laughs> right. Why? Yeah. And and like I said, we're not quite there yet because you know she's got to arrive and you got to have like you know Africa chaos, which is like yeah. you know she arrives and like everything's weird and crazy and yeah, and, and, the, he, and he alludes that like yeah, revolution's about to break out too. Right. So welcome to the United States of Africa. Yeah. There are two states. They hate each other. Everything's going to hell. Right. So, so yeah. I mean, just people everywhere going crazy, like begging for money, doing this, sell, trying to sell you this. Oh, and also there's the threat of like you know revolution and everything. Yeah, like militaries rolling through town back mm-hmm. and forth, and you know it's, it's now, like I, and like I said, I still hadn't hit the like oh fuck this stage until they check into a hotel. Yep. You know, and then it's like oh we have one room, and she's like I'm not staying with you. And I then, get it. You're trying to get me into bed. This is a real. And, I see through your shenanigans. And then you hear some gunshots and she's like, no, this will do great. We'll yeah. come in here. And, you know, and then it's more like she goes to brush her teeth and it's shitty brown water and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. And then eventually he's like, here, put on this dress. We got to go meet some people. Yeah. And when I realized what the plan was that he had never communicated, I was like, fuck you, movie. Fuck you, guy. Yep. This is the kind of shit that's like, if you had just said one thing. Yep. 
then it'd be like all this might have actually worked. But yep. instead, what his plan was is he's pretending to be another slave trader yeah. going to a couple of slave buyers mm-hmm. and printed her up that he's going to try to like sell her and then follow. You know, he's pretty sure he knows which one took her sister. Yep. And that he's going to follow them and rescue them both. Rescue them both. However, he doesn't tell her this. No, he does not. So she's just wearing a pretty dress and in this bar. And then all of a sudden, the two guys start bidding on her. And, she, and she's like, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not for sale. Yeah. Also, I have venereal diseases. <laughs> and, and I got to say, like, all right. There, there's two dudes. I, I, there's I, I an Australian got... dude. And then the other dude is the dude from King Solomon's Mines, who was the guy who ended up being the, the king of the land. Right. And, um, and I got to... <laughs> I got to back up here because this is my favorite scene of the movie because as soon as they walk into the Morocco bar, besides the fact that I, I'm getting angry because they didn't communicate this, the music starts up and it's, and it's shitty. It's like, a maniac. It's, she's yeah, a maniac. It, she's a maniac, but it's made on like shitty homemade drums and everything. Like, yeah, it's like, just played on tin cans, tin and, cans and weird and, like string instruments. Like, well, no, like the, the, the guitar is like the only instrument okay. that's like a real ass instrument, okay. but everything else they make a point of like, yeah, this is playing played on like milk crates and tin mm-hmm. cans and yep. weird, you know, strings going everywhere to operate these things. And there's a larger lady literally dance, dancing like Jennifer Peels and flash dance yep. and another dude who's I don't know what that he's just eating his own shoe he, yes he's doing like a one-legged hop dance but he's like by putting his shoe in his mouth yeah and like so he can hold on to his leg up crazy like in a like a yoga pose yep and I'm like this is the movie I want to be watching <laughs> like everything about this is fucking awesome yeah and all of this craziness is happening and then like somehow the weirder the scene got it was funnier like I said <laughs> I'm still getting pissed off at the plot of the movie because yeah. I hate mov- when movies are just like no I'm too cool to explain what I'm doing yeah and I'm gonna it's convoluted but if I just told you you'd probably go along with it but so mm-hmm. the, that's happening I'm getting angry but when she starts in like, no, you don't want me. I have VD. And the, <laughs> this one dude's just like, you got this, this. And he's like, he's like this Australian dude. He's just rattling off all these like yep. really weird expressions. <laughs> like for, the first three or four of them are normal. And yeah. then the rest of them just be yeah, he's crotch got, crickets. He, well, he's like, you got like <laughs> the clap. And she's like, uh-huh. And she's got a sif. Yeah. The, the sif. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. He yeah. Goes, cry, you got the crotch cricket critters or something like that. And she's the, like, mm-hmm. and he's like the drip, the slip. The <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, yep. I yeah, got him. Oh, and he's like, just like me. Just right, like, I, yeah, I, I like it. Along great. <laughs> <laughs> and then the way they resolve the scene is like the lights go out. You hear some like gunshots and muzzle flashes and people keep like she, keep she, switching she, like who has her captive. Right. Like first the Australian dude has her and the lights go off and there's a bunch of gunshots and then the other dude has her and then the lights go off and then there's a bunch more gunshots and then Jake Speed has her. Yeah, and, they and everyone's like, hey, rah, 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 rah. Yeah, they and slip then, out the back and yeah. it becomes a chase and she's like. And this is when she starts yelling at him, like, I can't believe you were going to sell me, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're a, you're evil. You're terrible. And he's like, then he's like, in the middle of a gunfight, he's like, yeah, I was going to let you let them buy you because I was pretty sure it was him. Yeah. And I was going to trace you back, follow you and rescue your sister. And it's like, that would have been really nice information yeah. that you just like, you can say it now. Yeah. If you'd said it 10 minutes ago, I might have gone along with your dumb plan. It might have worked. Yeah. And so okay. there's a fucking firefight and the start of the revolution is happening. Yeah. So, OK, here's the thing about this movie. So. Mm-hmm. Jake Speed is, in context, a pulp novel character. Mm-hmm. But as it turns out, the movie hints that, well, first of all, that Jake Speed is real mm-hmm. and the books are based on his actual adventures and he doesn't have actual adventures. He goes out and makes them happen in some way mm-hmm. and then writes about it. His his assistant is doing the writing and taking the pictures for the covers and stuff like that. But which, also... Which are painted, but you, yeah, whatever. But also... All the other pulp heroes are also real. Maybe. Because he name drops them. He does, yes. And, but the thing is, is that, so Jake Speed and his assistant keep having this weird back and forth that, I don't, even by the end of the movie, I never felt like I knew one way or the other if they were real people mm-hmm. or if this was I, I honestly kept waiting for some sort of magical reveal, like somehow this character sprang to life because like it's the last action hero situation, something yeah, like that, yeah. because like there's no the reason these two characters got together is never explained, Mm-mm. like how Jake Speed knew to get her a note to do this 
it's never it's like the grandfather never did anything to make this happen he just said the word do you just say jake speed and he appears yes because i need to know that because i don't want that schlubby dude showing up at my house <laughs> well you just said his name i'm watching him looking around <laughs> so you also don't have a crisis that i know of I mean, uh, you know, that's so. true Maybe it's not. It's a combination of the two. Maybe it's a crisis and saying Jake Speed three or four times. But uh, yeah, so like the entire movie, you keep waiting for something, some kind of like, are these dudes just pretending to be Jake Speed and capitalizing on it? Are they just two normal ass dudes who get caught up in situations and then and then build it up in a book of some kind? Or are they actually real? Like, what's the deal? And I don't think the movie ever does a good job explaining. Eventually, by the end, you're like, okay, he's a real dude. And they're just. They're just at the end of an adventure. They write up their story. All right. So, I mean, you could look at it as it's a cabin in the woods situation. Okay. That, you know, yeah. it's actually all real. And, you know, we're just pretending that it's not. Yeah. Or, as I like to pretend, uh, <laughs> this is actually a parallel to Xena. Uh, Jake's feet is our Xena. And uh, his little Des guy is basically uh, Joxer slash Gabrielle. Like, okay. who's telling the tales of that he's actually doing. But in, you know, lyrical format. Sure. I don't know. It's just... The movie never establishes itself. Okay. And it just, it just, it felt to me like I kept waiting for the scene that was going to make this movie click and sure. it never came. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so like, okay, so as they are escaping, war is breaking out. So everything is exploding and tanks are shit are everywhere. Okay. Um, they're driving around trying to get, they like, he has, he has a, a gun that he calls kid which is a shotgun that apparently shoots explosive shrapnel and blows up whatever the fuck he wants to blow up with it. Sure. Um, it also rapid fires. Like yeah. Super rapid fire. Yeah, just blam, blam, blam. So, like, they're in front of a wall at one point that he has to just obliterate to, to get through it, and on the other side is his assistant and their car, mm-hmm. and they drive away. He also keeps hitting, like, this is the other thing, is, like, there's so much in this movie that, like, f- feels like it presupposes some knowledge of this character, which yes. you telling me that it's not a real pulp series blows my mind, because yeah. the whole time they're talking about the uh, Har or something, it's like, there's it, some, some mythical car that they have. Yeah, it's like Harv or something Harv, like that. Yeah, it's, it's the, like high armored something vehicle. vehicle something yeah. like that. Yeah, because she's, when she was on the plane over, she was reading all the Jake Speed books, mm-hmm. and so she confronts him with all this information, and like when she shows up, there's just this shitty car there, and she's like, is this Harv? And they're like, no, no, Harv will be along later. And and then even later in the movie, she's like, where the fuck is your car? And he's like, and and the assistant is like, yeah, I don't know if that's going to show up or not. And Jake Speed is just kind of like, it has to show up because I wish it to or something. like. It's like he's trying to will it into existence. Mm-hmm. And again, that's me. Like, what is this movie doing? Like, when is it? You, you got to tell us what you're doing. <laughs> so they get away from things. Yeah. All right. I, I, I'm going to be honest. Like. The second they escape from this is when I I lost a lot of this movie. Like yeah. I, a I was I'm tired, and B I had other <laughs> things going on simultaneous, right. so it okay. kind of became background okay. noise for me for a little bit. All right, well let let me try to okay. get us through this as All best right. we can. So right. eventually they they wind up in some barn where they hang out for a good long time. Uh-huh. It, it's a lot of talking, um, and then I, I, I know at one point I th- in the same barn they because uh, it's like been raining and her white dress is now soaked and they're like perfect and with, yeah. again without telling her they just like all right come over here neil put your hands out like this and then he empties his gun is like hold this and yeah. then assistant dude comes running up with a camera and she's like the fuck is going on and there he's trying to shoot the cover yeah he's like again, we don't have a cover yet again not verbalizing any no. of this no again that that's what makes everything so strange is that they're not communicating any of this mm-hmm. so the pieces that we're left with to put together are confusing as hell like it's never clear like i don't want to do the work like, I'm sorry. That's not why I go to movies. You got to tell me what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't want to piece it together myself, but I, I just don't think anyone had the right wherewithal to put this story together as it is. So they're hanging out in this barn. They do the, the cover thing. And she's just like, you guys are fucking weirdos. Get away from me. And she waits for them to fall asleep. And she leaves. Mm-hmm. She wanders out and eventually gets picked up by the, just some dudes driving along. Uh, after, it okay. turns out they're the henchmen for the ultimate bad guy, yeah. basically. But yeah. OK, so first, like two 
really weird looking trucks of troops drive by. And she's mm-hmm. like, hey, and they just splash her with mud. Ha ha. And they drive like six more feet and then both cars just explode. Okay, that wasn't explained because I, I looked up for that, obviously. <laughs> and I was like, the fuck? Why the fuck did those trucks, trucks just explode? No reason. Okay, cool. I have no idea. I didn't think there was because I was like, I was like, I don't have time to go back. I don't know if they hit mines day. or what, but. Also, they just left like real dudes in these trucks when they blew them up because everyone is jumping out of them on fire. Well, <laughs> yes and no. I mean, there's a lot of cuts. I mean, sure. We, we had to watch one thing that apparently I missed. And, you know, I yeah. immediately have you know, I want to explain how stunts are done because you're like, they murdered two di- dudes. Did. We will get there eventually. Two people died but at the end of this movie. <laughs> they did, the people weren't inside the trucks when they exploded. They they burning manned a couple dudes that then jumped out the back. I know, but it's just it's. There's a, a a weird kind of like, hey, these locals will fucking do anything for a dollar. Sure. Let's light yes. them on fire and see what happens. <laughs> um, the stunt coordinator for the film, by the way, is Grant Page, who from Stunt Rock. And, mm-hmm. you know, that guy, is, I can't believe he was still alive um, to this day yeah. <laughs> because he's fucking crazy. So anyway, um, so anyway, that happens. Those things blow up and she's like, hmm, that's unusual. And then this other car pulls up and it's just two dudes in it are just like, oh, you're in trouble, are you? Well, come with us. We're going to the British Embassy, which is being evacuated. You can come with us and go back to America. And she's like, oh, that's so fantastic. I would love to do that. And the important plot point in here is they offer her a, uh, a dry overcoat. Yes. Because so she goes off in the bushes and yeah. changes out of her dress. And right. So that allows Jake Speed to find her later because she has dropped the dress. Also, like, when he sees her, it's like monogrammed or something. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. So uh, she goes back to this house, which is ostensibly an embassy because a dude comes out and is just like, yeah, we're going to help you. You know, sorry about all this. Um, we, we listened to your story. Uh, is Are these the two men who you're talking about? And she's like, yeah. She's like, oh, these are local con men. They're terrible. Um, we're so sorry you had to deal with them. Their names aren't that, obviously. They're, you know, Hookem and Brownstone or whatever the fuck dumbass names they come up for them. And just, there's just, you know, yeah, they're known to us. They, they they do this. They bring locals in and they take them on an adventure and proclaim to be, you know, these these characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sorry, sorry about this. So she's like, yeah, cool. All right, great. Um, so then, like, they're back in the barn getting drunk. Because they've, they've just been fucking around the desert. They're just tossing the baseball around and are just like, yeah, we, we don't have anything going on. So we'll, we'll just hang out here for the rest of the movie. She slips back in, you know, all cleaned up. And, and she now she's wearing the monogram shirt. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because he looks and he's like, oh, you're back. Yay. Mm-hmm. Kind of hugs her. Well, no, actually, does he just straight up kiss her at this point? Because like, yeah, because yeah. he's drunk. Yeah, he's drunk, and yeah. she, she shows up, and he's like, hey, you're hey, back. I so love you. <laughs> so and she's like, whoa, hold yeah. on. And then, yeah, he kind of pushes her back and, like, sees the monograms, and yeah. it's like, uh-oh. And then, literally, there's no, like, build-up time whatsoever. It's just like, he's, like, slow turn, and there's dudes, the henchmen yeah. dudes are behind him with guns. Well, Dennis Christopher, uh, his assistant, has wandered outside to drain the lizard or whatever the fuck he went to go do, because he's now outside for this. Now, all the bad guys have come in, and they're just like, hey, Jake Speed, look at you. You're about to get fucked. Come on. You're coming with us. Mm-hmm. And like, it's right about this time that there's an airdrop. And that's when the the his vehicle that he's been wishing for just drops to the roof of this building. Mm-hmm. And they kind of get the drop on the bad guys for half a second, but it doesn't last very long. They, mm-hmm. they eventually take them and they're taking them back to the mansion. And she's like, I'm sorry about this. And he's like, whatever. You've ruined my life. And she should just say, you know, if you maybe had said some words, <laughs> we wouldn't be in this situation. Mm-hmm. But. So, yeah, they go back. Now, we are mm, an hour five, an hour ten into this movie. Now, a villain has shown up who we saw his name in the opening credits. John Hurt is in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very clearly the bad guy of this thing because, like, they come back and it's just straight up. They're just doing a slave trade right there. I don't know. He seems like he might be an all right guy. No. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I know. He has absolutely nothing positive no. going on about no. him. No, he doesn't. He even monologues about how evil he yes, is. He's he just does. like, I am the bad guy. Yeah. I lie and cheat and steal and murder and do all the things because I'm mm-hmm. the bad guy. It's like, okay, we get it. You got a mustache. You're wearing a tux and you're oily. We get it. But they they basically take him and trap him in his horror house of horrors. Well, because they 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 take him up to an empty room first and tie him up and just leave him there. Right. And it just uh, uh, gives the movie more time for John Hurt to just do his vaguely evil things like uh, 
Butler comes in and is just like, sir, and he's just like, God damn it, blam, and shoots that guy. Mm-hmm. And then his his weird fashion designer brother gets all mad that this guy is bleeding all over their expensive carpet. Mm-hmm. And I think he's about to go murder his brother for complaining about it and then just decides not to. And then he makes even more of a mess and the guys, I don't know. It's just setting up a lot of characters for really no reason yeah. at the end of this. Now, it, it's at this point where I had to do a check of because I didn't look at what this movie was rated. It's mm-hmm. a PG movie, but yeah. it's one of those like, wow, PG movies, you know, because yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So the way they've tied them up is the excuse of like he's like Jake Speed is like hogtied behind the back style, mm-hmm. um, but they've coincidentally put the knot right on his crotch. Yeah, and so she's trying to untie the knot with her mouth. Yep, and then he's just like, "Oh, you didn't see me tie you." And she's like, "Really?" You know, doing all this stuff, and then she's tied up so that it's basically the knot is right between her cleavage. Yeah. And so it, there's a lot of that, like, oh, we're going to get free by, you know, oral sexing Sparing, each other. Bearing our know. faces into each other's private parts. But right. uh, but yeah, so there's like that going on and, and, and whimsical music <laughs> and stuff happening. Which, by the way, the music done by the X-Files guy? Yeah. Yeah, Mark Snow? Yeah. I thought I'd noticed that. Yeah. Okay. It, it's whimsical and, and keyboardy. Yeah. Yeah. Whimsical <laughs> and keyboardy. The Mark Snow story. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, eventually they, they pretty much start to get free and then it's just like, now we make out and it's like, why? <laughs> There's no reason for this, but I just, I, the reason I say they're his horrible house of horrors is because once they finally get free, they're basically running from room to room, it's which is like terrible equally every, like every room is worse than the last one. Yeah. Call yeah. a cult. Like, all right. So there's a whole section where like Jake gets into a lion pit. Yeah, there is. So, okay. Okay. Um, there there are two girls being auctioned off to a couple of dudes who are there bidding on them, mm-hmm. and one is the sister and one is this other girl. So that transaction either did or did not go through because they have been taken back to their room and tied up. And at one point, someone comes in and gets the other girl and takes her away. We never see her again. No one ever says, there's another girl here. It's never mentioned again. Mm-hmm. This uh, this other woman is more likely dead, and no one gave a shit about her. But anyway, they <laughs> not, they not part of the story, man. Yeah, no. So they find the sister, and they get her, and they're they're escaping, and mm-hmm. they get to this one place that's just like it's just like the inside of a silo, basically. It, it's nothing inside except for a staircase that goes upstairs to this one room, and they go up the stairs, and they go into this room, and they open it up, and it's just bloody ass torture room it is just yep torture racks and literally blood everywhere yep and they're just like oh god and then john hurt and company show up and are just like oh you found my playroom well you know and there's like this little gadgety thing by the stairs that he does things with and so it, yeah he locks the door behind him like like that was where they were going to escape to. yeah because good luck hiding in there right yeah. <laughs> please don't let me hide in your death room but uh so they send one guy up to go get him and then John Hurt, because he's a crazy motherfucker, flips a switch. The the stairs turn into a slide. And at the bottom of the stairs are these these like razor blades that just chop this dude up into a pit below the stairs that's filled with lions. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, Jake Speed has gotten his gun back because there was a scene of him going into the armory to get his gun. So he's got his gun at the top of the stairs and. John Hurt has now raised this other lever, which causes the platform they're standing on to tilt. So they have to slide down the stairs into the lion pit. But what he does is he shoots um, the the spikes out of the way and just just lands intact in the lion pit. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how the girls didn't go in there, but they didn't. They didn't. They they held on somehow yeah. and then later rappel down by right. taking off their clothes and getting away. So he's now in this lion pit and it's just a lot of, oh, stay don't just you know they're still eating the other dude so he's like mm-hmm. okay so eventually he gets out through this little crawl space window now um des the assistant has shown up in the the murder car in the jake speed mobile which is just loaded with automatic weapons and all this shit so he's got a remote control he's hiding in the bushes and he's just murdering everything mm-hmm. just murdering all the dudes including spraying bullets like right where jake speed's trying to get out of this window so eventually he gets out, sees that his car is there and is like, sweet. OK. And then he just fucking action Jackson's through this house. He just he he drives around, uses the automatic weapons outside for a little bit mm-hmm. and then drives up the stairs 
And here's the thing we were talking about earlier. So there are these two guards who see him coming and they shut the door. And for some reason, they decide to brace the door with themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Jake Speed fucking drives this car through the front door and murders those two actors. <laughs> yeah. So I watched it on my own six or seven times. We watched it together five or six times. Mm-hmm. It is those men are dead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the best I can explain that they didn't die <laughs> because. I'm going to go go ahead and say on record they probably didn't die. Okay. Um, but the ways they could have done it is after having watched this multiple times, they could have just had the car on like a uh, air ramp to uh-huh. you know push it, you know not drive itself through, but just kind of ram through the doors and stop at a certain point because it does cut away before it actually right. drives all the way into the scene. Right. right. Um, but if you look. At first, I was like, oh, it's just two dummies, but mm-hmm. they flinch yeah. right before the door explodes. Because yeah. at first, I was like, oh, because there's a shot of them standing out the door, and then it cuts away, and then it was like, oh, it's just some really good dummies. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> they f- they flinch right before it happens. It seems like they do, yeah. And if you look, they ever so slightly look like they get yanked away by, you know, the zip cord type things. Maybe. Because they both kind of like go out in like a V pattern from the door, which would make sense from right. the door blowing up. Yeah. Cause I, I'm saying, I think Cause they, like their hats don't go with them. <laughs> no, they don't like, I'm. it's possible that they let them just get bumped from the doors getting blown open. Yeah. But I'm thinking that they got air cannoned, you know, or, you know, zipped out, whatever the hell that thing's called. Uh-huh. Um, the, the yoink machine is what I'm going to call it. Yeah. When you someone know. gets shotgunned in a movie. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, the yoink the, they got yoinked forward on two, you know, safety pads or whatever because you can't see the floor either but well, i think they died <laughs> or, or you can go with chuck's explanation that they died but i mean it it's still it's it's a painful looking stunt either way yeah. we'll just go with that it is up there with the dude getting his head run over by the atv and yeah. order the black eagle yeah. it's, it's <laughs> i was just like oh my god yeah those men are dead um yeah so anyway that happens and then he is just driving around this house just crashing into everything. This is just like, this is a video game level of him driving around, shooting everything. Um, he, he goes to find the girls, uh, sees that they have crawled down from, from tying their clothes together, uh, eventually finds them and they all get into the car and drive away. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Hurt is not happy about any of this and has just decided he must murder them all because reasons. Mm-hmm. And, so he's actually gotten away first. Like he's there. Everyone. We the the part we were told is that this place was being evacuated. That was correct. It's mm-hmm. just not an embassy. It's a fucking slave trade <laughs> embassy. But they've been packing this whole time. Well, now it's just like, OK, John Hurt and company got to get to the airport. Go, go, go. Right. So. They're in this Jeep driving bat out of hell to this airport. Jake Speed and company are behind them in their car. They're stunting all over the place in these rickety-ass Jeeps. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Hurt is just threatening this driver. He's just like, if you get there first, I'm going to make you a rich man. If you don't, you're fucking dead. Uh, his, his foppish brother is being annoying. Yes. And at one point gets thrown out of the car. Yeah, because John troubles. Hurt throws out all their luggage yeah. to thwart them, which doesn't work. And then he's just like, basically, I have nothing else to throw out of this thing. So see you, brother. <laughs> but he was being really annoying, to be he, fair. Yes, yes. He, sure. <laughs> which, I mean, yeah, as you said, it made he seemed like one half a half a thought away from killing his brother earlier. Yeah. But yes, he he finally got the nerve to yeah, do it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they get to the airport and then it's just it's it's I it's yeah, goddamn it's, chaos. It, going. It's it just. I don't know who is fighting what at this point, but everyone is shooting at everything and everything is exploding. It, it seems that whomever is invading is like, we must murder all the planes and yeah. vehicles because yeah. then you can't get away and we can murder you easier. Basically. Because, yeah, they're just like, there's small, like, you know, four person prop planes that are just like, I don't know, like they fire a rocket flare at them and they explode. <laughs> yeah. There's just fireball explosions galore going off in the background. Uh-huh. Most people, it, it kind of makes me wonder about what has gone on in the whatever country they're in because i mean people are pan- like panicking into in, in terms of like i need to get to the plane and get out of here but they're not like oh dear god yeah. there's you know like this is a yeah. blitzkrieg it's know? it's weird it's it's like let let's hurry to the plane y'all let's yeah. let's get on and then also somehow our our main characters just push their way through and get on the plane sure they're white uh, yeah i mean that's the, that's the shitty thing is like 
everyone's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. And these people are just like, excuse us. Yes. We're white. We're white. And you know, <laughs> we don't belong here. Yeah. <laughs> Please put I, us on. the plane. I, yeah, it just, it was like, Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck y'all. Just yeah. really. But like Des has gotten shot. Like John Hurt has shot Des, and then Jake speed won't tolerate that. And so he's, he's shot in the shoulder, but yes. He yeah. Didn't. But yeah. then he's shooting it at, at John Hurt. John Hurt then shoots Jake speed in the arm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, John Hurt has gotten into this <laughs> explosive oil tanker. No, before the oil tanker, like, okay, so going along with the, like, if you will it, it will happen, yeah. Jake Speed mentality. Yes. Is there was a, there was an earlier shootout when the, when he was still in the van mm-hmm. where they kind of shot at each other. Well, he, somehow Jake Speed and his murder car got there first. Yes. And so John Hurt is now arriving in oh, this because car. because the, the, the John Hurt and company drove off the side of ah, a thing. Okay. But, like, he's driving his, his shitty Jeep towards it, and Jake Speed, like, rapid fire blasts his shotgun and into the radiator of this car, which disables it. Yes. And then they, you know, he's shot all his bullets at the car. So John Hurst is like, ha I'm going to murder you click or, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and he's like, you know, your gun jammed because I'm good and I willed it to jam. And they have like this. Weird yeah. Because little- John Hurt's basically like, look, this is, this is the eighties mm-hmm. evil rules. That's the way it is. Like evil is number one. And you good guys are fucking stupid. Yeah. And now you see that evil will always try. <laughs> exactly. And and Jake Speed's basically like, no, I your gun jammed because that's yeah, because I willed it. Yeah. Because yeah. but that's good. I, would, I just want to point out, like, there's there's some good stunting here because oh, God, he, yes. he dives at the door and, and tackles this stunt man and then like slams him up against the car. Oh, yeah. This is furious fighting going on. Like, yeah. He's just like, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just slams him against this car. But then again, like something explodes or whatever, because John Hurt gets away. And yes, he's like. I'm going to I'm going to unget John. Uh, no, he doesn't. I, I'll tell you how he gets away because it's another bit of random fucking eviling uh-huh. is like somehow he gets up. Oh, and, right. Yeah. And he grabs a random fucking citizen who's running by yep. with with a switchblade knife mm-hmm. and starts backing away and again, speechifying that like I'm evil and you're, you're a dinosaur and I'm going to win. And Jake Speech is like, you know, doing the like, cool, man. Cool. We're not. Uh, yeah. Just I'm not going to come at you. Just this, let leave, that guy go. Leave the citizen alone. Yeah. And then he's just like, ha ha. Slice, slice, and yeah. just it's like murders this random dude, and then for whatever reason is like, I'm going to jump on the back of this, you know, gas tanker truck. Yeah, top and, of the world, ma. <laughs> and Jake Speed dies for a random AK. Mm-hmm. John Hurt shoots again. Well, he does like like you said, he wings him in the in the arm. Yeah, but his gun jams yet again, mm-hmm. and then he just grabs this AK and lights this truck up, and it explodes. And yeah. it's like, well, all right, there's took care of that. John burnt over here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, and then he's just like, "Come on, girls, you got to get to the plane." And, yeah. that, and this is when they're just like, "Excuse us, white yes. privilege." Yes. And, you know, like, yes, please part ways. We are coming through. <laughs> right, we must put these white ladies on the plane. They do not belong here. Yeah. So yeah, they get them on the plane, and th- then they're like, "Okay, we gotta, we gotta fend off whoever is shooting at the planes." Mm-hmm. So it's just basically whoever's shooting towards the plane. Well, they have a brief like you know, we'll always have shitty africa right. uh speech you know yeah. where he's like she's like promise me i'll see you again he's like i promise something and yeah. she's like and at first like this is another one i had to back up because then the dude's like we gotta get the fuck out of here and starts to close the door and i thought she got her head conked really bad <laughs> but the actress just ducks like violently fast okay. away from the doors all right but it was like I, the way it happened i was like oh shit did she just like get her head conked really bad but no it was just like she ducked down so violently fast that i was like oh she okay she escaped yeah. <laughs> it's just there's a shot where the you know Whatever, I guess yeah. probably not a pilot. Whatever, it's just like I'm going to close these doors on this plane now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so the plane drives off, and yeah, he's like, "Come on, Des, we got to be heroes, and yeah, got to have a big, big ending." And yeah, so, so yeah. they just drive their jeep towards where the bullets are coming from, and are just blowing everything up. Because yeah, all all of the rebels or whoever the fuck they are, insurgents, whatever the fuck they are, yeah, are just like, "We're going to shoot this plane down," yep. and yeah, they're just like, "We're going to shoot you." <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> very good yeah i you know i'm a master of dialogue <laughs> very good. yeah but the plane takes off they make it back um and i she just like well, we there, never there, see the this. there's a there's a freeze frame of jake speed and des like you know and i, and I love that like you know so it's a right-hand drive car because you know mm-hmm. of course it is it's yep. you know british colonism mm-hmm. colonialism yep um but so like des is driving this thing with his little revolver like up over the windshield just <laughs> yeah apparently actually hitting shit but it's like no yeah like no first mm-hmm. off you'd be breaking your wrist if you were shooting a gun that stupidly <laughs> and you wouldn't be aiming at shit but so like there's a freeze frame at the end where he's like yes he's instead of because most people would like reach around the side you have a little bit better control but mm-hmm. imagine you know sitting in a, in a convertible and firing over the windshield yeah windscreen whatever you want to call it yep um 
yeah it, it freeze frames on that and i was halfway thinking like wait is that it that's the end of the but no, it kind of to like her yeah. sitting in her chaise lounge reading some jake speed literature mm-hmm. um and yeah the roommate lady comes in and is like oh let me guess you're what you're doing and she's yeah. like i gotta go out mm. yeah, and, oh and also she goes to there she also now has a jake speed poster on her closet door <laughs> <laughs> yeah so she yeah she's in full on like oh i love you now jake yeah, and when totally you love jake speed but yeah she wanders down to the newsstand from earlier and picks up the new novel which is inspired by their adventure yep. which was being delivered and she's on the cover yeah <laughs> with, same, with same. a giant ghostly head of john <laughs> <laughs> and then same news guy who said he plays poker with the fictional characters earlier like he goes she goes to pay him and she's like i don't have enough change for this she's like i'll just give it to jake next time you see him at yeah. poker and he's like, the fuck? Yeah. I don't remember that reference I made. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How many people I say, are you going to buy that or memorize it a day? Yeah. <laughs> That's my thing. And then she just walks out into traffic reading this book. And I was just like, okay, stealth bus. She's about to die for no reason. <laughs> and that's going to be the weird ending to this movie. No, if you will it, you can cross the street. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, she she walks across the street and she's reading the book in her voice. And then Jake Speed's voice takes over and reads yeah. the book. That was the that was the original walking while texting. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Walking while reading pulp novels. Where, right texting it's, yeah it's also text uh, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah but jake speed ends awkwardly it's over yeah oh no as he's not he's narrating he, jake speed is reading his own novel over the credit yeah. first part of the credits yeah okay the, the one thing that okay so yeah the plane took off but when the plane took off oh right crispy yes. john hurt has popped back up in the he got got on the plane somehow <laughs> <laughs> but he's like he's like sitting up in a seat in like first class or there's, there's no first class he's he's sitting no. in the first couple rows and like they're you know she's hugging her sister like oh god we're, we're you know probably pl- praying that they don't get shot down by anti-aircraft guns yeah, exactly but yeah he just kind of turns around and is like hey. yeah and starts walking down the aisle and she's just like wait what no and then starts screaming and then he just goes eh, and then falls down in the yeah. aisle dead and it's just like okay how did he get on the plane what was the point of that <laughs> one final menacing like no one did it like I've, i i was waiting for the the lady to get a hero moment of just like i'll take out this guy and he just dies on his own it's just she was literally a prop the whole time it's yeah her sister even more so yeah her sister didn't didn't do anything no she's not even part of the finale yeah <laughs> Like, I mean, like once they got off the plane, that's fine. But it's just like the entire rest of the the ending is just her like fantasizing about Jake Speed and mm-hmm. buying his new book. Uh, but Jake Speed's over and yep. uh, we should rate it. OK. Um, I, the entire movie, I was sitting there probably at about two bags because it was just so goddamn frustrating to me. Mm-hmm. The action stunt spectacular starting from him driving the car through the house throughout, you know, the shootouts, all the stuff at the end was some pretty good stunt work and lots of stuff blows up so I bumped it up to one bag. I just hmm. I I this the narrative never became clear to me and therefore it just it doesn't have one and that's that bothers me. Okay. Um plus the dude Wayne Crawford is just a weird like I get it he wrote it and produced it so therefore he wanted to star in it but he's not right. It's just hmm. that you're not that guy. Switch those two characters. Yeah. Dennis Christopher is a lot cooler in this movie than than Wayne Crawford is. And it just one guy seems more adventurous than the other. The other seems more like an accountant. And it just it just doesn't. I don't know. And it's not like he acts. It's not like he's acting like a hero, but he can he can't pull it off. Mm-hmm. It's that he's not even doing that. Mm-mm. He's just kind of this schlubby like, I don't know. I, I guess we'll just luck our way out of this. And it's like. That's not a good adventure story. Yeah. To quote the great Deadpool, luck isn't very cinematic. <laughs> yes. Thank you for quoting a wise man. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, one bag. I mean, it, there's some stuff in it that's that's pretty good, but just, man, just the whole story structure makes no sense whatsoever. And it had potential. Mm-hmm. Like, you've you got this fake pulp novel guy who turns out to be real or doesn't or something stick to it pick one i don't mm-hmm. know but it never even seems to do that so yeah um all all that aside i'm i'm gonna give it a single jocks because i i feel like this i think on a different day where i wasn't so distracted and yeah. and, and busy otherwise this might have been higher again i'm angry at the at the narrative of this story however mm-hmm. i think overall as a thing it is most definitely something you should see okay like because it's so weird 
Like it, it's it's one of those like I'm not endorsing it as a movie. I'm just endorsing it as like you absolutely need to see this weird ass thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there's Grant Page stunt ex- extravaganza happening behind the scenes too. Yeah, like there's I, I'm almost tempted to go higher, but like from my my experience of like I I know I was distracted watching this. Um, that's all I can give it. However, like it is so weird that it's like a a strange thing. I think you, I say you absolutely need to see. Okay. Um, <laughs> because. Yeah, it's it's so weird that like you know something like this is like meta was such a weird thing to go to in this in this time period. Yeah, it really. You know, was. Like, it, like like this was the height of them just starting to try to do these pulp novel things. Mm-hmm. This seems like it was way too soon to yeah. parody that. Yeah, not, not and then, like I said, I don't even feel like parody. Like like it is some weird meta thing, yeah. like not a parody. It's yeah. like we're just gonna because I mean, there's even a point where I was like, if your books are so great, why why haven't they made a movie? And it's like. But I'm watching Spaceballs the movie right now. I, I like, like, I, I mean, it's just like this is so weird. <laughs> and like, and and obviously, I don't know much about the pulp hero genre. That I was fooled. I thought Jake Speed was yet another Remo Williams, yeah. Doc Savage thing. I I I was with it. I was like, okay, sure. I just guess never heard of that one. It's a good name. Yeah, <laughs> Jake Speed. But yeah, yeah. No, this is this is so bizarre. You you need to see this movie somehow. Like it's and, and like I said, Grant Page stunt spectacular. If nothing else. Yeah, you know that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah, it is. It is very strange, but yep. Okay, so uh, that's another episode in the can, mm-hmm. and uh, we want to thank you for being Patreon subscribers to allow us to do this wonderful show week in and week out. Um, so your your gift of a dollar uh, gets you this. If you want to give us more, you can get more things because we do a lot of stuff on the Patreon. Mm -hmm. Uh, As you know, you get the show early. If you're listening to this later, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash bmfcast and throw at least a dollar in the bucket or maybe more. And then you you don't have to wait for these arbitrary delays that we put on releasing these shows. You'll be up to Jake speed. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, you will. Um, But thanks for giving us money or listening or whatever it is you do. We appreciate your attention. How's that? Yeah. Okay. Occasionally we do something that's like topical and, you know, something that we talk about before you're sick about hearing about it, like when we did Bright or something. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, we got to get in on the. Yeah. Sometimes the, we capture the zeitgeist. Or the Brightgeist, I was going to say. <laughs> the Brightgeist. Yeah. yeah. If that movie had caught on, we, yeah. we could have done the Brightgeist. Um, anyway, so we'll be back next week with one more of these. We've got two more. We've got two left. Mm-hmm. So we will come back next week with one of those. And uh, until then, I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra out. <laughs> <laughs>